podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for more information. And a very good evening, nearly tomorrow morning, to you all late tea time podders around the world. We always say we come to you as late as possible on a Wednesday to bring you all the latest gossip and rumours from the courses around the world. Well, it is very, very late on a Wednesday because me and DT have been actually working together most of today. Just got home and we thought we'd bring you the Late Tea Time podcast. We have a mystery guest coming up later. A familiar face on the Late Tea Time pod has sent us a, a little... Uh, um, audio clip from Bahrain, looking ahead to the Bahrain Championship. But uh, we're going to start with Pebble Beach. DT, first of all, I I know this already because I've only literally said goodbye to you about 15 minutes ago. But how are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I've no change in no. the last uh, 15 yeah. or t- minutes or half an hour, it has to be said. Um, but uh, good to see you again, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to start off with uh, Pebble Beach. I've, I've put the... Uh, Um, Well, the markets, as they were about probably about six hours ago now, going across the bottom of the screen there. And um, plenty of uh, top names. Rory McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler are leading the market. My mate uh, Victor Hovland just behind them in terms of the prices. But in terms of who you think is going to win, where we can find the betting value, Dave Tindall, where are we going to look yeah, a bit of a different format this year for Pebble Beach. Normally, it's one of those ones where you get a few good names, a sprinkling of them, but you've got the full shebang this week because it's a signature event. Um, so that's elevated. Um, so all the big guns, Rory's um, coming here for the first time in a while. It, it did help hold the 2019 US Open, but a lot of the top guys haven't been back since. It doesn't quite fit into the schedule. Um, but here, proper event, signature event, just 80 players rather than the usual 156, so it's like the elite. And a slight change in format in terms of the courses. Normally, you had three courses, and then you play Pebble on the final day. This time, you've got three goes at Pebble, and then one oh, round. Really? Yeah, one pre-weekend round at Spyglass Hill. Uh, so I've, I've played that um, course on the um, Tiger Woods yes, golf. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a good one, wasn't it? Um, I remember that. Well, now you've said that, yeah, it's been a while. Hitting across um, that water, isn't it? On the 18th, the famous 18th, where you famous 18th at Pebble. Yeah, I've, I've stood been lucky, to the left, isn't it? Been lucky enough to stand there a couple of times. I I went to the 2000 US Open here, the one that Tiger won by 15. So I was lucky to be there for that one. And I've been on holiday there once as well. Beautiful place, absolutely wonderful. So always good to watch on the TV. Um, but you've not come here to hear me go and bang on about how nice it looks. You want to know who might win. So, um, Well, Stephen Ford, who's already messages on the uh, chat, has said, uh, hi, let's get some winners this week. Thumbs up. So who will the winners be, DT? Yeah, so uh, the official title of this event is the AT&T uh, Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Um, AT&T, obviously the telephone people. Uh, so Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Spieth, did you know this? He's an AT&T ambassador. Is he? There you go. Um, you don't get any higher honour than that in golf, do you? Yeah, so that's clearly a reason why he's going to win. But beyond that, um, I don't know. It maybe adds half a percent to something um, that he's 
got extra drive to win, but more of he, that. He, he gets looked after quite nicely. That yeah, one. yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, who knows? We used to say, "Is it the RBC that sponsored events that the ambassadors sort of?" I yeah. don't know. It just it just helps a little bit. Um, but I think with Spieth, he said in his interview. So one of the good reasons for recording this late is we get to see the late interviews. It's California West Coast time. So in the UK, we're quite a bit um, ahead of that. So we've only just got Jordan Spieth's interview in. Uh, so he said, um, because of the 80-man field and more of the big guys, he says this has got more of a major feel than it, than it has in the past. Well, Spieth absolutely loves the majors, so I think that will just get him nicely focused. And in any case, this is an event that is brilliant. I was checking... His exact kind of run of results. So he's got a first, a second, a third, a fourth, a seventh, and a ninth. Mm. So he's virtually had everything here. Two of those uh, top threes in the last three years. So every time he goes to Pebble, uh, Jordan Spieth is just brilliant. Um, so looking at his quotes, he's saying, he's from Texas, obviously. He said, because the weather back in Texas was kind of all-time bad, he got out to California early to have a bit of a practice. So just to soak up a bit of the um, supposedly better weather, but the weather forecast is bad for this week. I've just checked it again. It's rainy um, all four days, especially on the final day. He says that. He said, um, um, it looks like it will be unfortunate with the weather for a couple of days, but you kind of got to hang in there. Sunday looks the worst of it, but he knows how to play in bad weather. He's won an open championship. Um, But he talked about uh, his only start of the season so far, which was in... Uh, the century in Maui, where he finished third. He said, um, I'm excited about uh, what the season can be. I feel like when I was in Maui, I felt like I, when I was teeing it up, I had a chance to win. I feel that way sitting here Wednesday afternoon now. It's a good feeling to know that and to go out and do what I feel I'm perfectly capable of doing. There's nothing holding me back right now. So he's not tinkering with a swing or there's nothing troubling him. So he's got a clear run at this on a course. He loves Pebble Beach. And to me, he looks really good each way. Bet material, that record is ridiculously good. So I think yeah. about 16 to 1 on Jordan Spieth. Yeah, 16 to 1. You can get seven places with 888 Sport. Um, you can actually get 10 places with Coral, but you lose a little bit in terms of the fractions on the each way yeah. places. But uh, options are out there for you on Jordan Spieth of roughly around about the 16 to 1 kind of mark. Yeah, so he's, he goes into the staking plan. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. And I've got one other one as well. Oh, two. Um, two at Pebble Beach. We're skimming yes. two stones across the pebbles. Yes, uh, very good. So I was looking at Tour Tips, um, um, who sponsored us previously. Um, I do um, look at their uh, stats a lot. And I, I'm not sure I've delved into this one as much as I'd like. So... They've got stats for how everyone performs in wet weather. And obviously that's what we're going to get this week. Yeah. So I, I did message um, Tony who runs that website and just said, give me the exact explanation of your wet weather stats. What, where are you deriving those from? So basically any are round. You, are you asking how wet does it need to be kind of thing? <laughs> well, I was sort of saying what period are those covering? Cause it, it's got like a chart of every player and their average score in what's deemed wet weather. So I, I guess, yeah, rainy. I don't get in the specifics of that. But um, so it's done over five years and then an average is produced. So at the very top of that wet weather specialist list is Sam Burns. 
and the American. And actually, it's quite striking. So his average score in any conditions is 69.08. In wet weather, it's 67.11. So it's nearly two shots difference when it's a cluster's wet weather. And that's based on his performances in rainy conditions over the last five years. So that obviously gets you interest. And then you, I've been looking at him recently, actually. He was sixth at the American Express on his last start. Um, fourth at the Tour Championship, if you wind back to last year. So he hasn't played much. He's got two top sixes in his last three uh, starts. He's only had one go here at Pebble, 39th, which was all right. No, nothing great, but you know, nothing to be concerned about. I first look at it. And I, th- I think what you do need to do here is putt really well. Look at the past winners. They've been good putters. Well, Sam Burns certainly is that. Um, he, he was seventh for the strokes game putting at the American Express. Uh, so, but, so in a funny way, he probably wouldn't want it to be wet here, but he might hopefully know. Well, actually, in the wet weather, while some of the guys, you know, cave in or they just find putting umbrellas up and down a hassle or getting wet weather on wet on their kind of um, grips and everything, he seems to just deal with that better than most. So what, for whatever reason it is, um, Sam Burns likes the wet weather or plays well in the wet weather. He's in good form. He's putting well. And he's not. He's a decent price as well. Yeah, 35 to 1, 33s if you want a little bit more protection on the each way. But uh, yeah, roughly that kind of remit for Sam Burns this week. So sounds like he, well, if you back him, hopefully it rains. Well, the fork, yeah, I think you're guaranteed to get, to get rain. Hopefully it's not the rain that will caused the event to run over into Monday. And we've seen that at Pebble. I think yeah. it went to Tuesday once. The one year they had to come back six months later because they couldn't fit the schedule in. And oh, I think Phil Mickelson won it that time. That's a, that's a long time to wait for the trophy, yeah. isn't it? Or the winning pot. I know. So hopefully we get done quicker. But um, as I say, Sam Burns, wet weather, the stats, the numbers say that's fine for him. That's good for him. So not everyone will will be able to play as well in that. So, yeah, I thought he had a, quite a nice package going for him, really, Sam Burns, a proven winner on the PGA Tour. So, Jordan Spieth and Sam Burns are our, our picks for Pebble Beach this week on the Late Tea Time podcast. This is Late Tea Time, the last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tindall. We move now to the Bahrain mm. Championship and a friend of the show, as they say, he's been on it a few times in DT's absence, is Matt Cooper. Yes. He is in Bahrain at the moment, DT, isn't he? That's it. This is my work done now. Matt's done the Bahrain bit. Obviously, we're recording this late in the day, so if, you've, if you're betting on Bahrain, you need to get that bet on fairly quick. So hopefully if you're watching, jump onto the, to the odds grids and get your bets on. But yeah, Matt's played in the Pro-Am there. He's got the very latest hot off the press news, including a bit of illness going around, which he'll elaborate on. It basically concerns Rasmus. Don't give it all away. Well, he's given me an update on it. <laughs> well, give so, it the update after we've seen what Matt says. Okay, let, let Matt take centre stage and then I'll... Let's give Matt the next two, two minutes and 42 seconds and DT can elaborate an yeah. update after this. But Matt Cooper in Bahrain. 
Hello from uh, Bahrain, where I have just played the Pro-Am of the uh, DP World Tour's new Bahrain Championship. Uh, and as you can tell from uh, my start, uh, I've come to the Middle East and learned how to pronounce Bahrain. Uh, other than that, uh, I have discovered that uh, the course is quite an interesting one. It's not, I would say, the most picturesque, uh, but it's a European golf design, uh, co-designed with Colin Montgomery. Uh, and it might be worth noting that Paul Casey uh, won when this course was used for the Volvo Golf Champions uh, 13 years ago and he had finished first and second at Carton House which is another Colin Montgomery EGD design uh, and that was actually my first port of call when it came to thoughts for this week and the Dutchman Joost Luton has finished top five at Carton House and he also won the Dutch uh, at the Dutch sorry in the KLM Open on yet another Colin Montgomery EGD design now the first thing I learned when I actually got to the course yesterday was that uh, Loughton had actually not received his golf clubs this week so that was a bit of a downer but I did see him this morning and uh, his clubs had got here and he played uh, nine holes of the Pro-Am today so I'm still quietly confident about his chances I also quite like the chances of Pablo de Rathabal, who finished fourth two weeks ago in Dubai. Missed the cut last week, but I think high expectations got the better of him. He's got a great record uh, in this part of the world. He's also finished top four at Carton House, and he has just won, he always team won, the Pro-Am, and, and talking to the team members, Pablo contributed plenty of birdies uh, in that contest. A couple of other uh, bits of information worth your consideration. First of all, the course. Uh, the greens are possibly the biggest defence. There's a couple of them that have really quite substantial slopes, and it's quite interesting um, it's almost as if very good approach shots could garner birdies and eagles but errant shots could really run up quite big numbers uh, so it's it's going to be important with the approach shots I think uh, the second thing might be that we're forecast to get quite windy conditions on Friday and Saturday so good wind performers uh, are going to come to the fore, I would think. And the final thing, a little bit of guesswork, but at Ras Al Kamar last week, uh, there was a viral vomiting bug around, and that has stretched on into this week. And there is an unsubstantiated, but commonly repeated rumour going around the clubhouse at the moment that the pre-tournament favourite Rasmus Hogard has fallen foul of this so don't be on the favourite at the moment would probably be the, the best piece of advice. Uh, I think we're in for a good week uh, and hopefully Lauten and Larathabal can do uh, can do us proud. So basically from what Matt has just told us um, the favourite who is uh, uh, Rasmus Hogard is um, kind of making a not not on the course very often. He's probably near the nearer the toilet than the eighteenth tee. So so Matt sort of said that was the rumour going around. Then he, he did send me an update after that actually and said apparently Hoygaard was up all last night, sort of being ill. <laughs> so You don't want to be walking eighteen holes when you're not sure you want to be too far away from the no. uh, the, the facilities. And then and then tomorrow he he goes out um at 06 50 local time so he's got you know he can't have a little lie in he's got to be up at a ridiculous time which is three hours so the three hours ahead in um in Bahrain as Matt now has taught yeah. us to say it properly uh so yeah Rasmus I mean beware the sick golfer and all that but it's yeah, certainly worth knowing sick, that, isn't it yeah it's yeah. worth knowing that isn't it that Rasmus might just think oh not yeah, he's, he's, he's possibly a nine to one to avoid, but the two mm. that Matt did mention on there, um, Juice Lauten is 35 to one or thereabouts, and Pablo Larathabel 55 to one. If yeah, 
putting your money on him. As well, um, Lara Thalbel, I thought, could be a decent bet for first-round leader as well. He goes out quite late. He goes out 11.30 local time. Um, okay. So if you're in the UK, that's 8.30, so you can watch him there. But, yeah, he's... Um, if, if Rasmus is out early, there's just been chipping through a load of vomit, isn't he? <laughs> 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 there's a nice oh, yeah. thought for you, everybody. Yeah, so good good info there from Matt, um, especially here in, La- you know, Lara Thalbel played in the Pro-Am and his team won. He always liked to hear little snippets like that. So um, I think quite a few people were already thinking of backing him or have backed him this week and that just kind of frames it, doesn't it? Like, yes. He didn't say how he gone, did he? He didn't didn't say how he gone. No, I don't know whether he's tweeted that or not. You would suggest that, well, I would would suspect that if he's not actually mentioned it, he's not probably done very well. (laughs) You'd throw about it if if you got the trophy, wouldn't you? I'm sure Matt can come back on and deny this, but I'm sure, I'm sure once he um, played in a pro-am in Kazakhstan, and um, I think he might have had a bit too much to drink the night before, and that's to sort of end up in some bushes at some point. The Late Tea Time podcast would like to disassociate <laughs> yeah. itself with all of right. Dave Tindall's comments. Well, and Matt, yeah. if you want to sue anybody, sue Dave Tindall. Yeah, I'm sure he told me that, but if I've got it wrong, I'm sorry, but... Um, <laughs> I'm just looking at his Twitter feed. Don't no, judge I... everybody by your own standards, Dave Tindall. No, sorry. No, no no news on this, looking at his Twitter feed. I would suggest no news is bad news in terms Possibly. of that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that is the Late Tea Time podcast. Sorry, it's, it's a late, late Tea Time podcast this time around, but we've got to Jordan Spieth, 16 to 1 or thereabouts. Sam Burns is 35 to 1 or so for Pebble Beach. And then in Bahrain, our suggestions from Matt Cooper. Well, A, is to avoid the favourite Rasmus Hoygaard, who is uh, sitting on the toilet right now feeling quite sorry for himself. Um, Juice Lewton is uh, 35 to 1. Pablo Larathabel, 55 to 1 to win the thing. DT um, suggests that you might have a look at him for the first round leader pick. DT, as always, thank you very much indeed for your uh, company on the uh, Late Tea Time podcast today. Thank you out there, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, we will see you, hopefully, um, around about the same time next week. We might have some, well, hopefully, some quite good news next week. So tune in. We'll see you then. Cheers, everybody. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Sports Social Podcast Network.